have access to the courts advances the fair administration of justice, promotes safety for crime victims, and helps to guarantee equal protection under the law. End quote. You're listening to USA Radio News. Hello, this is Wayne Alaruth for our newest sponsor, Asset Strategies, or ASI for short. ASI is a precious metals powerhouse. They sell gold and silver. Never in history has there been a more important moment to buy gold and silver. ASI has been in business for 39 years. They've served over 20,000 clients and sold $5 billion worth of gold, silver, and precious metals with zero complaints. Last year, gold saw gains of 25%. Silver nearly doubled gold's performance. Now Democrats are in charge. Green New Deal, open borders, free health care for illegals. Bailout broke cities and states. The debt is about to go through the stratosphere. The time to buy is now. The owners of ASI, Michael and Rich Checkin, have been my close personal friends for 16 years. ASI is the company I trust when it comes to buying and selling precious metals. Call now to receive a free consultation and a free one-ounce Silver Eagle with every qualifying purchase when you mention the Wayne Allyn Root Show. Call 800-831-0007. That's 800-831-0007. Or visit AssetStrategies.com. Federal investigators are executing a search warrant at Rudy Giuliani's New York City apartment. The New York Times saying it's part of a criminal investigation into Giuliani's dealings in Ukraine while he was former President Trump's personal lawyer. The paper says authorities have seized Giuliani's electronic devices. A newly declassified document shows the FBI is continuing to abuse the secretive Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act program, including searching for information on people who have gone to the Bureau to report they were victims of a crime. The searches included looking for information for people who had requested to participate in the Bureau-run Citizens Academy program, a program for local leaders designed to foster greater understanding of the role of law enforcement. In other cases, people who entered the field office, which was not named, to report that they were victims of the crime were subjected to the background search. You're listening to USA Radio News. Have you heard the big news? Vent Boutique Las Vegas has a new name. Now you can call this amazing salon Sparkles Beauty Bar. Sparkles Beauty Bar is a full-service salon specializing in blowouts, makeup, cuts, color, and now mobile services. Same great locations in downtown Summerlin and Henderson off of Green Valley Parkway and Horizon Ridge. Check out all they have to offer at sparklesbeautybars.com. That's sparklesbeautybars.com. Let your best hair day be every day. Looking for fresh food? Fast? I have the perfect place to check out. It's the Klondike Grill inside the Klondike Casino at 444 West Sunset in Henderson, Nevada. Start your day off right with the Deuce's Breakfast, which has two eggs, two strips of bacon, two pieces of sausage, and two pancakes. Or maybe after a hard day's work, a nice T-bone dinner will satisfy the palate. Amazing $5 happy hour specials, 3 to 6 p.m. daily. Check out their full menu at klondikesunset.com. That's klondikesunset.com. Come where the locals eat at the Klondike Grill. Times have changed, but the joy of date night remains. Sharing a meal with someone special is more meaningful now than ever before. Let Finger Licking Foodie Tours host the ultimate date night with an exclusive private self-guided foodie tour. Visit three of Aria's hottest restaurants, Catch, Carbone, and Jean-Georges Steakhouse, all in one night with immediate seating, 10 signature dishes, and an optional helicopter ride over the strip afterward. This memorable experience is ideal for couples, out-of-town guests, and celebrations. Schedule your date night at FingerLickingFoodieTours.com. Have you heard the big news? Vent Boutique Las Vegas has a new name. Now you can call this amazing salon Sparkles Beauty Bar. Sparkles Beauty Bar is a full-service salon specializing in blowouts, makeup, cuts, color, and now mobile services. 
Same great locations in downtown Summerlin and Henderson off of Green Valley Parkway and Horizon Ridge. Check out all they have to offer at sparklesbeautybars.com. That's sparklesbeautybars.com. Let your best hair day be every day. The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free.
And away we go. Sports Insider Radio. Brian Blessing, glad to be with you in Las Vegas. We're ready to rock and roll. The boys are fired up. Let's see. What could be going on here? Oh, we got the Kentucky Derby, the Kentucky Oaks. We've got the NFL Draft. We've got baseball, hockey, hoops. Yeah. Not like anything's going on. Like, there's a lot going on. And we invite you to check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. We've got John and Mike back east, and David Miller is kind enough to join us as well. Let's welcome in the boys. Oh, boy. Who's where making all that noise? <laughs> what was that? I was getting ready for the show. Sorry. <laughs> Who let the dogs out, huh? Is that for is that for is that for your baseball plays? Unbelievable, man! Every two hundred dollar favorite just just go against. You know, you just take Detroit the Reds, yesterday. The, you take the Reds Cincy yesterday. Good. Oh man, the Reds have been wrong. Well, it's the like not to. Well, let's start off with this. I said it, and it's it happened officially last night. Brian and Dave, the Dodgers are now negative on the money for the year. They're fifteen and nine. If you've risked to win $100 on the Dodgers, and I've been saying it on my YouTube channel every single day, they're the worst bet in baseball. You went from plus 600 last week to now minus $80. It's not the, it's not the money. It's the risk. You literally risked on 20-something games $4,000 to lose 80 bucks. So what you would you, so the, the whole concept is that it's unattainable, and so I I remain a fader of all double digit dogs. I just gave out on the, on I'll give it away here on the radio. If you go to my YouTube channel, my complimentary selection today is the Boston Red Sox on a two game winning streak against the Mets on a one game losing streak, fading the Grom once again for a good value price. If you've been getting my free selections on YouTube, I'm now ten and three. Betting $100 a game plus 1025 The proof is in the pudding. I'm going to give out one free selection every single day on YouTube. Only going to be a dog of the day just to prove my point. And what you're, do you think? Is this an anomaly? You're giving out pudding every day? Every day. But here's the thing. Here's what I said on my YouTube channel today. And I want to know if either you or Dave buy into this. Because it's a 160-game season, and I'm going to talk to you first, Brian. You're a horse racing, uh, 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 professional horse racing better. You're the only one I know that can does it for a living, basically. Here's what I'd say. The first horse out the gate never wins the race for the most part. Why would a team like the Dodgers care in the first 20, 30, 40, 50 games? My assumption is that the teams that are going to be fighting for a spot in October and September, they don't even start their real season until after the All-Star break. Why would you let that horse go out of the gate first things? And that's why all the value on the good teams that are favored to be in the race at the end are uh, the values on the dog side because the season is so long. I'll let you run with that, Brian. Well... It depends who you're playing. I mean, the Dodgers and Padres, that was a big series, and clearly the Padres cared. Um, I hear you. It's about peaking at the right time. You can say that in any right. sport. 
Well, yes, but if you're the team that's favored to win the World Series and repeat, don't you have to have some uh, human preservation, injury preservation, player preservation? You can't go hard in the first 20 games like it matters. No, and that, and that, but the, and, other, the other thing that, that comes into play in the first 20 games are all these guys, you know, getting up to speed, too. I think the, the first 20 games, we're trying to figure out who these teams are. So what a team is today is not what they're going to be in August, necessarily. Exactly. I mean, I think with NFL, Dave, you know, you're talking 16, 17 games. Every game matters. It's just hard for me to think that every game matters when there's a 160-game season. We lose you, Dave. John, you're running. John, John, you're running good so far. I'll He's running that. good. <laughs> That's it. I just get that I'm running good. That's it. Um, I'll be honest. I mean, I'll be honest. I was lost for words, but then I thought about it. Small sample size. I, I'm just curious. You to hear it. We 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 came out of the gate here, and whatever. What are we? We're 14 minutes past the top of the hour. Is Mike? Like basically going through the bag now, like he's up to the so five Mike, iron. I mean, is so here's he, what he does. What's he so doing? Here's what he does. Literally, this is what he does. He knows we have to be on the radio at you know the time we go on the radio. In literally 60 seconds before we go in there, he comes rolling in with all his clubs and his gear from the course, throws them down, puts on the headset. I conference him in. He he's still drooped in sweat because it's 80 degrees with 100 degrees humidity here. Back to normal East Coast. You know that East Coast. Uh, humidity where you sweat to death just breathing. And uh, so, oh, there, there, he's wiping himself off right now. What's up, Mike? Man, he's look, he's got to out me that early. <laughs> Here's the thing he could out me on a day where, honestly, Brian, you know, and I, I like to do a little check in, my little golf check in every week. It's, it's our new segment. Um, we're going to be talking about the NFL draft, but right now we're going to be doing a little segment on the golf check in. Mike's golf check ins. And um, today was one of my better rounds that I honestly was just I was striking the ball really well I was I was right in line Brian to shoot in the 80s and I double doubled the last two holes and I ended up getting a 91 but overall I had so many missed putts I was hitting the green I hit the green in two on a par five and three putt and outside of that I mean I, I was just playing just throwing darts I was throwing darts Atta all day boy. long I was in the zone I was Feeling I, it, just hey John. Couple, John, I'm running. I gotta, go I gotta know something, John. Mm-hmm. Mike is so passionate. Now I'm not saying everybody should go bananas and obsess, maybe the way Mike does, but he clearly is doing it because he loves it. I'm just curious. This is going on now for I'm guessing. It's a friendly guess. 11 months. Okay, I was going to say, well, we had the pandemic, but I was going to say, like, like the last five, six, seven months, like, really, he's nuts. How do you not go oh, out? Yeah. And, why don't you go out and play around a golf with the guy and see what because, all, why uh, don't you go play because with him? One, because when we get off the radio, I'm going to go ride 30 miles. I'm just as nuts with the cycling. We all got to yeah. have our things, you know what well, I mean? Well, I get it. I mean, Dave, Dave, Dave does uh, CrossFit at midnight. I don't know if you know about Dave's exploits. I go to Vegas. I come to Vegas. I want to go smoke a cigar at midnight. He says, you want to join me for midnight CrossFit? It's like, what? Yeah, at midnight, 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 I'm trying to decide between a hot fudge sundae or a ham sandwich, but that's neither here nor there. 
Exactly. I used to do that. So, I, did, I did it regularly for a few months, and that felt good. I actually missed that. Gained a few pounds, but <laughs> I, miss, I missed that. <laughs> but I, 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 would, I would say this, though, uh, John. You, you should go play. Mike, don't don't kill him. Take him to a you know a muni. Take him to a course that's wide open or whatever. I think you go play a round of golf with the guy. You might like uh, it. Yeah, well, I might like it. You know, I, you, you know what, Mike? Okay, We're getting him on the cycling. All right, Mike. Mike, basically, in not so many words, John just said he's not really fond of you and doesn't want to spend any time with you. Fine by me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing. His his, uh, his significant other was playing golf with him yesterday, and I asked her, I said, how was your golf? How did you have a good day? And she goes, I played my worst day ever. And it's so the thing with Mike is because he's such a perfectionist, and he, all the, even his, his significant other, they're all, they, they play like it's the Masters. You can't really have fun with Mike when you play golf if he's not playing. If he's not playing well, we were in Vegas. There was only ninety mile an hour winds, and he was not a happy camper. Instead of just no, saying, hold on, that you're not being truthful. Our <laughs> our other partner <laughs> that this, obviously we all know this this shows this shows nine, turning into Doctor Phil not, on, <laughs> on the front nine. Mike was not a happy camper on the back nine. Mike was a happy camper, and our business associate, it, it flip-flopped. It was the reverse. And, and John, for the first time, saw it, how somebody could be extremely happy and having the best time ever and then have the worst time ever, or the reverse. Somebody's having a terrible time, and then it just it flips based on that, just that one shot. That's are, you, are you like that, Brian, or do you just have a good time regardless? Uh, no. I mean, I'm hard on myself. But I, I'm not like throwing clubs and miserable or dragging no, no, dragging, here, here, dragging here, anybody here down. Greatest, here's the greatest part of the whole day today prior to the radio. Mike had a nice winner with the Warriors yesterday. It happens. We can't win every game. <laughs> and a client called up and just literally went off on him like it was the biggest game of his life that he ever lost. And he says to the guy, the guy's name is Gary. He says, Gary, you can't really, you can yell at me all you want. I had a great golf morning. There's nothing you can say. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like he was getting abused by the guy because the Warriors lost. And he goes, honestly, he says, ah, whatever. I just had the greatest morning of my life on the golf course. And that was beautiful to watch in, rea- in real time. Because, again, back to taking things personally. And the segue into that comment is that if you're a gambler out there, and it's one thing if you're playing a sport and you're passionate and you're Brian and you're hard on yourself or you're Dave and you're hard on yourself because you gained a few or you're running, preparing for a triathlon or I'm hard on myself when I'm cycling. But to be hard on yourself because you are betting a game and you have no control on the outcome of that game is kind of insane. You know, you can't – that's where Dave says betting games, watching games is a sign of weakness. I'd say flipping out when a game loses – we're being overly excited when a game wins is a sign of weakness because, again, this guy spent – I mean, Mike just let the guy vent it out, and the guy was giving him every statistic and trend and reason. And blah, And in the end of the day, he said, well, you weren't playing the game. So why are you giving yourself a heart attack over one stinking game? Well, yeah, yeah. and also clients – what Brian, and I don't mean to cut you off, but clients make it such a point when a game is a blowout that it matters so much more than if they lose and they one. were – Right. And by one, 
and they don't cover versus not covering. But at the end of the day, I don't, I don't look at my statistics a season in. I'm sure Dave, and I don't want to speak for Dave, but I, I'm sure Dave's not following going, oh, man, I was this close on 20% of my games. It's, it's cash at the end of the season. That's all we care about is how much is the bankroll up at the end of the season and worrying about and trying to micromanage one day at a time, one game at a time, living and dying by each game. One client texted me, said, I can't believe it. I bet more because it was on TNT. I started <laughs> laughing. I said, come on, man. Yeah, well, it's on TV, and I had a little bit too much to drink, and that's fine, and I understand that. That's part of the uh, you know the insanity that we deal with on an everyday basis with clients, but most of my clients did not text me. Most of my clients just get it. They saw the record prior to the game. They know there's not going to be a system where it hits 75% the entire season for NBA. It's unrealistic, and they get it, and that's just like, when all these clients, just like if they're traders in other aspects of life where it's not just sports and they're cryptocurrency traders or they're trading in the stock market, they know it's just not going to consistently – the stock is going to consistently go up or you know, Bitcoin just consistently goes up every single day. It's a long play, and, and when you're betting on sports and you're doing it as a business, that you understand that seasonally you look at your returns, yearly you look at your returns – and you don't try to obsess, but unfortunately, because we deal with something where somebody can watch the game in a four-hour or five-hour increment versus watching you know, his Coinbase crypto portfolio, it's different. And, and you're, they're getting a different obsession versus just letting it be. And, and a lot of my guys, I've trained extremely well to not obsess over it, and, and they get it. And a lot of the clients that I deal with, simply don't even watch the games like Dave, and they're looking at financial returns and, and ROIs on their accounts monthly at the minimum. And then I have other guys like the guy, Mr. Gary, that called in and he's yelling and, and, and hauling and going, telling me every single statistic from the game like it matters. Well, I can't believe Draymond Green didn't take a shot to the second half, and that's got to be – it's like who cares? It's just the game. Well, I will tell you, and the well, Warriors will probably come out the next game and, and light the team up. It's it's just the game, right? No, you, you gotta, yeah, you gotta hang in there and turn the page. But some hurt more than others, and I know you guys don't even involve yourself with this. But NASCAR, I'll do matchups, and the Talladega race is my favorite race, two races of the year because. You can swing for the fences and look for long shots because there's always the big accident that takes out conceivably, you know, the great drivers, the great cars. And on Sunday, I bet one guy, as God is my winner, one guy to win, Matt Benedetto at 50 to 1. And he's running third for two full hours. And he's right there. With six laps to go, he gets the lead. And then there's a meaningless flat tire at the back of the pack, and they do a yellow flag. So they now I got to survive the restart, and he gets the lead again on the restart. And this is the track where they're in single file lines where you get pushed to the front, and and you need to be in, in that freight train. And when he gets the lead, he's got to decide which lane to get in front of. And with a lap and a half to go, he chooses to block the outside when he had the best pusher in the history of the sport on his bumper 
and he goes to the wrong lane, and the guy that who was behind him won the race. I got beat at the wire with a 50-to-1 shot. That one got my attention. I mean, there are a few words that flew on that one, let me tell you. You didn't have him in the top five? No, I'm just joking. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, you know what? I don't, honestly, I don't believe he finished in the top five. I think once you get out of the train, once you get out of that line, they go by you like you're not even there. But he had the right, lead. Right, right. He had the lead with literally a lap and a quarter to go and, and made the bad decision which lane to go in. Anyway, whatever. So, you know, so the guy that called you, Mike, you know, tell him, calm down. It's just a game. There's lots of games. There's only one Talladega. I wish <laughs> I wish it was that easy to say calm down. He, it, it was a tangent, but again, I was trying to I was trying to ask him, you know, how I three putted this eagle situation, <laughs> and he's telling me about the Warriors from last night. I'm trying to, you know, we're, we weren't on the same wavelength at that point in time about ten minutes ago. I got to ask uh, Dave uh, in terms of the day the Warriors game. You know, so the night before the lineup was Wizards were on an eight-game winning streak. They were plus four. It closes at three o'clock Vegas time at two and a half. The game goes into overtime. The Wizards obviously uh-huh. lose by three. Now, I I actually was on the Wizards and lost that game because back to what Brian says. You know, it's not what you bet. A lot of times, it's when you bet. I didn't know if you were involved that game or if you watched it. But the irony was, the next day, my son wakes up and he goes, "Dad." You know, that was the most amazing game the entire season. It was the highest scoring NBA game Mm -hmm. in the entire season. And going back to you, Dave, and and, uh, Brian, especially being Brian being a total guy, when you see something like that, Brian, do you automatically say the next time the Warriors play or the next time the Wizards are play, I'm going to look for an under spot because they just blew it all out in that game or you don't even do that? Uh, over the course of a long regular season, I mean, sometimes, you know, you circle some things. How about the game? By the way, how about the game last night that uh, Dallas went on a, what was it, a 28 nothing run in an NBA game? How is that possible? Yeah, they were How does Golden State not That's score a point? Golden State didn't score a point for nine minutes and 28 seconds. That's not possible. Are you no, Gary or are you 40. Brian? We just heard this from the guy for 40 minutes before we got on the radio. <laughs> yeah, but, but, well, but it's not possible. But yeah, but, but the point is. Well, it, well, so here's, but so wait a minute. No, the, no, the, point, the point is it's not Mike's fault. <laughs> Correct. But the, here's, here's I got to ask Dave. I'm saying this on the radio not to irritate you. I just got to ask you, when are you going to give up on that team? Which one? There's a couple I should give up on. Which one? <laughs> the Houston. When are you going to just give up on them and just say, this is not the Cleveland Browns of the NBA? We don't just get line value with this garbage team. In theory, I mean, it's you painful. Can never give it. In theory, you can never give up. That's a square term because fear creates value. So, not saying they're going to have value moving forward, but it's just the spreads are going to get higher and higher. Hey, they at least were somewhat competitive. Just blew it at the end, like always. Right. You're talking well, about yeah, last that's night, what I was saying. Night. Well, no, no, I was just saying because I, I know, I knew, obviously, I knew you had a position on it coming up. And I just mm-hmm. was like, all right, I'm, I'm not going to go against them. I'm going, maybe Houston will pull it out and they'll get, you know, they're, they're and they, of course, yeah, they're but 21 and 41 against the spread. Yeah, but you're just, it's once again with you, selective memory because the times that teams aren't 
covering. I back them, and they win three in a row. You never bring that up. But yeah, this is an, this is a statistical anomaly. I mean, we'll go ahead. And yeah, call yeah. Well, an we got to do that. It's radio. I got to I got to bring the the crazy. I know. Stuff I know. I, I, and you know you're. You know you're trying to get to me. When someone's first words are, I'm not trying to get to you, they are trying to get to to the person, right? So you got me on that one. You had you had my Well no no, but but no, we do on. believe we do believe it's a valid strategy in, in um in the NFL. You know, there are those those teams that are horrible that they make them so super stupid high that there is a lot of value when you're getting seventeen and fourteen and fifteen in an NFL game. I just don't know like it seems like these line makers, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at these records, not just particularly of that team, just the entire season. And it just seems like the NFL, it's like consistently, you know, Cleveland, Houston, and the Pacers just, you know, are 33, I, 40. Go ahead. Can I say something, though? So you have teams like that, and then you have the Knicks, who I'll go ahead and say were somewhat lifeless. I mean, they were, let's face it. They weren't covering. And then all of a sudden, they even won eight in a row. So I, I feel by nature we just point out the ones that are the big disasters. And, and you have it every couple of years. Some, the only thing we can call it is an anomaly. And that's, that's, I don't know if it's like the Browns in football three years ago, but it's mm-hmm. – I mean, it might be. I'm not sure. No, because they, I think they went like 14 in a row without covering. That's got to be – that's a record. Well, so – no, can't call it. Can't my, say it's like my, that. My, 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 I guess so it can get worse. there's outliers. Right, there's outliers on both sides because when you look at the meat of the NBA, like I'm looking, literally majority of the rest of the teams other than the three at the bottom and the three at the top, they're all 50-50 against the spread. There's like a two-game set, 48%, 49%, right. 51%. There's like a two-game separation. Like of any team you could name me, they're pretty much like – Unless it's the Knicks, which are thirty nine and twenty two against the spread, followed oh, by are they Memphis. That good? Yeah, wow. they're third, they're the number one team in the NBA right now. Thirty nine and twenty two and one. <laughs> right. So they're thirty nine and twenty two against the spread. Here's the wilder thing. If you go back to two thousand and nineteen, um it's what's amazing is that uh you can see certain teams just continue rolling from season to season. But the, the interesting thing is, it's the Knicks, Memphis, and the Suns. The Suns are still, you know, 37 and 23 against the spread. Memphis is 38 and 22 against the spread, and then the Knicks are one game over Memphis, which is 39 and 22. Besides that, in the three teams at the bottom, Houston, Cleveland, and the Pacers, every other team is pretty much, you know, 50 percent. It's pretty amazing. I mean, even it's hard to believe the Wizards. Are 33 and 28, 54 percent against the spread. You know they had that nice winning streak. Wow. Um, you know, but here's the thing: the Nets, right? The team most likely to probably win it all. They're 32 and 30 against the spread. I mean, that's the line maker doing their job. I mean, yeah. flip a coin yeah, no, on any Nets game. But but can I can I ask you a question? Don't you think it's kind of closed-minded and just missing opportunity if you just look at a team and go, well, they're twenty and forty against the spread. I'm not going to look at to ever play them. I just kind of feel checking or, or keeping all options open is what we should be doing. And I kind of feel you would oh, never I... put a single dollar on Houston yourself. 
no matter what. No, I did. La- no, I did. No, I did. No, I did last night because I'm not going to go against you. I don't have a problem with that. No, like I said, I'm not. I'm still a robotic system better by nature. I understand the value. I mean, do I think the Knicks right now are worthy of laying four against the Bulls? I think what happens is the teams that are at the top. Here's what I think, and maybe you and Brian can pick off on this. I think there's more value fading the teams at the top when they're overpriced than there is messing with the teams at the bottom. So I think there's more value Fair in, enough. let's say, playing the playing the Bulls tonight because maybe they should mm-hmm. be laying two and they're going to wind up laying six at post. What does Brian think? Let's get his opinion. Well, uh, Brian, do we just give Bull, up on Bulls Houston? Are, Bull, by the way, the Bulls are a powerhouse. They're thirty-three and twenty-eight on the spread. So when you look at that game tonight, that's why I'm saying if I had to, like, if you made me make a selection on that with no info, I'm taking the Bulls and I'm fading the number one team. So anyway, go ahead. What I what I would say in terms of Houston, uh, and I do have teams where I'm like, I'm done. You know, whatever I whatever I know. I mean, it's me. It's more me than them. Like, but I'm I'm reading them wrong, and you know how many times do you got to get hit in the temple with a two by four before you duck? And you know, once you reach a point, go no wrong. There's a lot of other teams out there. I'm misreading these guys. So it's 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 funny. We like you said, give up on Houston. I mean, I think we should be looking inward. It's us. It's not them. We're not reading them correctly. So. I, what I would say, I wouldn't blindly eliminate a team like Houston, but what I would say, and I don't, my belief is, or from what I hear, Dave, didn't, I don't know how, many, how often you play totals, but I mean, I'm a, the majority of times in virtually every sport, I'm looking to play totals, and I wouldn't necessarily give up on a team on Houston. I couldn't trust them, maybe, you know, to be good enough to cover a number. But if it's a game I think they're going to show up, you know, I think they're going to score, but they still may get blistered, but 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 had a good read on the total, not necessarily the side. I wouldn't just automatically draw a line through a team is my point. I, I, I just think, and, I, and I'm wrong so far, but I think the rest of the way Houston covers more than they don't. I don't know. And we'll just see. It, it, seems, it seems like, I just don't – one, I don't believe – the tanking, I don't believe in that. And then I just think some teams just aren't very good. And I think now it's just when – when Minnesota is actually favored on the road, it's, it's obviously clear, massive panic. So, however they covered, I lost. But I think moving forward, well, he covers. Well, here, let me, let me – I'll just throw this out there, Dave. And Okay, this is the rest of the way. These are the games Houston has. They're home to Milwaukee, Golden State, the Knicks, the Sixers. They got a four-game homestand. <laughs> All right, double digits. Oh, well, oh wait a minute, it gets better. Then they're oh, at, then they're at Milwaukee, at Utah, <laughs> at Portland, at the Lakers. Then they host the they host the Clippers, and they close the season out at Atlanta, who may need the game. So they're not going to win another game the rest of the did year. You, did you say? Did you say at Philadelphia? So are we going to be staring at plus twenty because they're healthy no, now? No, no, they're Philly. They, they got Philly at home. Oh, they're, so only four. There's the one game they cover. They'll cover against the Sixers at home. 
So wait, what you're making the assumption they're not going to win. You're, so, Brian, you're basically saying from a money line point of view, you don't envision Houston winning another game this season. It sure don't look good. <laughs> what Everyone predict what that Philadelphia line will be at Houston. 13? No, I think 13. you're right on the number. I, I would say probably because of the way the public bets maybe open at 13, close at 16, 17. That's insane because the 76ers on the road always half out it. No, 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 that's exactly that's what I'm saying. No, that's what I'm saying. the 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 game, if, many the, times. the yeah, game I was gonna, if I was gonna bet Houston in any game, I would take the points at home against Philly. Yeah. Yep. Biggest home dog of the year, probably right. I would think it it could be. Yeah. Let's see. I'm, I'm, I think I saw I, I saw a 13 a couple weeks ago at home. Now wait a minute. Now Philly. Although it's a different animal now, but Philly on February 17th was an eight-point favorite at home to Houston. Yeah, and we've come so far. You see how the adjustment has has just gotten almost – it's clearly adjusted. I mean, think about it. Philly's laying eight and a half – right, Philly's laying eight and a half tonight to a team – it's thirty four and twenty eight on the season. Now, now, you yeah, know, they're, they're banged up. Now, I was just being, hey, I was just being a jerk, and I threw out the schedule. Now, that being said, that was great. You, but you got to do great. You, no, but you got to do the deep dive though, and you know, I don't know, you make Milwaukee maybe the next night or playing the Celtics or well, so, you know what I mean. So, me the, so there could be nights where those guys are doing the load management garbage, and that's the other thing. Teams are going to take these guys lightly. What's that? Yeah. That just adds value to Houston. No, exactly, because nobody's yeah. getting up to play them. And then they're going to be – first of all, you're not getting up to play them. And then the playoffs are coming and there are big games to play that, A, even the guys, the starters that do play, probably play significantly less minutes and they're using their bench a lot more in the second half of games or they're going to be teams that are flat-out resting guys against them. Yep, well said. And I think that one of the other fundamentals is to take the gutter teams when the top teams are looking at at the postseason already, which it definitely applies here. I don't know. I love it. Expect Houston every day, Mr. John. See, the problem is when when I told when I rattled that list off. I mean, it's ridiculous. I just saw dollar signs when you when you rattled that list off. But I mean, translation money, money to be made. Yeah, but I mean, here's the thing, right? I mean, all right, all these teams are in the hunt, or or, or good teams. What I say, Milwaukee twice, Golden State, the Knicks, the Sixers, the Jazz, the Trailblazers, the Lakers, the Clippers, and the Hawks. You know what? What happens to me is when you get the teams, the New Orleans, the Sacramento's, the Houston's, when teams that are eliminated play each other, nobody's playing any defense. Those teams that are eliminated, you play those games over like it's an NBA All-Star game. Right. I love it. Uh, um, In terms of uh, futures for the NBA, since we're talking about NBA right now, um, I mean, what do you think of this one? Odds to win the Atlantic Division, Knicks plus 50,000. Do they have to basically run take... the table? Yeah, but still, I mean, hey, it's a lottery. To you got a better shot at hitting I'm... that than the million than the than the lotto. 
But what has to happen? What's the exact games back for that? Well, the Knicks, the Knicks, I, the Knicks are eight games back. Right. You know? Yeah, that's. But that's why, why, don't, why don't you why don't you save the why don't you just spend the money you know, take the take that sixty bucks and go golf with Mike? Man, <laughs> I thought no, I was all excited. I was ready to I was ready to throw a grand down on a plus fifty thousand. John, man, John, I got an shot. idea. Houston money line parlay that sixty dollars. Houston money line every game the rest of the way. That's, wow, that's probably, I like it. Yeah, that's what is that? I was going to ask you guys: Are there exotic places where you can bet wagers on win game totals on how many games Houston's going to win the rest of the way? Because according to Brian, we can just go under one and a half games, and we got a lot. Somebody, somebody would put it up if you asked. Yeah, yeah, no, somebody, and I and I bet you it is out there somewhere, and and but it's a small. I mean, I've checked three spaces; I haven't seen it yet, but I'm looking. They do Um, it in football because it's a bigger market. They'll do that in football. Right. Well, that where they keep updating it every week, and there's a market for it. Some people are real into it. But I mean, yeah, I don't what's, think in, what's interesting, right? What's interesting is the South. It, it, what's these odds to win the conferences are like a joke. Nets minus one fifteen, Lakers plus one eighty. I mean, it's like uh, like enough already with the Nets. And it's funny the line makers are. And here's what I would basically say: Aren't the line makers sharper on the teams that? They're going to have more interest in betting. I mean, do you think there's a reason that the Nets are 32 and 30 against the spread? It's because they just have more dollar volume. You know, if you if you take the NBA and you dissect it, I'm sure more dollars are bet on a Nets game than on a Houston game. Therefore, it forces the line makers to like the books want to do a better job making that number. Don't you agree? The handle's bigger on a Nets game than a Houston game. Right, and that sounds. That sounds like a fair price. That sounds like in the long run, that's what it should be. Maybe even money. Mm-hmm. You, you can never get too much value on something like that. I, I feel. But oh, there I, it is. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. There we go. There I, we go. I, Dave, I, did I, it. Dave did it. Forty-three minutes in, because <laughs> I, I I was just gonna say, I, I actually made a corn on the cob bet. <laughs> Let me. I want to. No, no, no. Uh, I wanna, no, honestly, because what what do I tell you, John? I've always said this, right? It's, it's, yes, you got to have the right side. Value doesn't cash tickets. Yeah, I get it. Well, yeah, well, but I. This is one where I. I this is the the number did dictate this bet for me. I did this ten days, twelve days ago, knowing pretty much this was going to happen. In the NHL, an eight seed can beat a one. It's been proven. An eight seed in the NBA can't beat a one, right? But anybody can win the cup if you're in it. And 10 days ago, St. Louis was in sixth place in the West Division, and they were 55 to one. And I'm sitting there going, these guys, if they have a three game winning streak, the teams ahead of them are hot garbage. And St. Louis has the hard teams, Vegas, Minnesota, and Colorado on their schedule the rest of the way. And if they get in, they will have beaten the best teams in the league just to get in the playoffs, and they'll have been playing playoff hockey while the other guys have been fat and happy. And I said, I, I said this number will be 25-1 to 1 in two weeks. I bet the Blues 55-1 to 1 to win the Cup 12 days ago, 
And now they're firmly entrenched in fourth, and they're 30 to 1. And the number will be 20 to 1 in 10 more days. So I'm not, you know, it's not like, yeah, woohoo, St. Louis is going to win the cup. But I, nobody's talking about these guys. And it's exactly the MO they followed when they won the cup a couple of years ago. I, I'm, but I'm just saying, I'd rather, I, I'm not, not running to the window to bet them at 20 to 1, but at 55 to 1. Okay, if I was ever going to use the V word, that would be it, but I won't. So let me so let principle. me ask you this question on, on the hockey front before we go get into the NFL because I know um, Mike's excited that the Ravens are going to win the Super Bowl and we should bet them all now plus eighteen hundred before we get Jones. Um, but we'll get back to that in a second. Um, that was random. What was that? That was random. That was. What do you mean? It's all. Do we actually bet that though? I don't know. What do we do? Do I bet that? Can you bet you, what? Well, you bet that you bet the Ravens in the futures before the, the odds move, because then. But we'll get to that in a second. Back real quick to the NHL. Do you think there's that big of a separation? Because I'm looking at the numbers here, Brian, on the futures between Colorado, Tampa Bay, and Vegas, because the the separation on the futures is ridiculous. It's almost double. You know, Colorado's plus four fifty, Tampa Bay's plus six seventy five, Vegas is plus six seventy five. Like, is is, is, Colo- is would you say that Colorado is that much better than Tampa Bay and Vegas, as the futures are indicating? On paper, they are. The problem is they never stay healthy. So, before the season started, my pick was Colorado to beat Carolina in the so final. how can Colorado be a dog tonight as we do this radio show on Wednesday, April 28th? I can get Colorado at a plus price at Vegas. Yeah, it's a hockey game. Mm. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, Vegas is Vegas has won nine games in a row, are the hottest team in the league, and they also have had three days off and got to practice yesterday. Which Dave, you got it. You're in Colorado. You got to bet this game, baby. Well, well <laughs> but 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 here's the here's the deal. Well, what's the number? Plus one forty. Plus one forty, Vegas is minus a dollar sixty-five. I'm sorry, uh, Vegas is minus one forty-five. So sorry. it's plus a quarter on plus a quarter, right? It should be a great game, and then the fact is five and a half over minus one twenty-five. These two teams are likely. I mean, well, here I'm saying this after I told you I just bet St. Louis, who's in their division, but everybody's convinced that it will be Vegas and Colorado. I don't know that that's necessarily the case, but on paper, well, by the way, Colorado's starting goalie's not playing. Their second-string goalie, Dubnik's playing in the game tonight. So the fact so, the fact that Vegas has won nine in a row and is only a dollar forty-five, that tells you how good Colorado is. Okay, because so any other team coming is- in here tonight's minus two. It's minus two thirty. So the question I ask for you and Dave especially is on a conspiracy theory, <laughs> Do does Colorado and Vegas, do these two teams know they're going to be there at the end? Do they not give it? Do they hold back and, and basically go in there and keep things close to the vest and like, we're not going to show them all our tricks now. We're going to need those tricks later. How do you think uh, actually, that does, Brian? A, a, game, yeah, that, Brian. A, a game like this is, no, they're going for it. And because I think – it's the time of year now you say it's post-trade deadline. When they played their four games or whatever it was earlier in the year, uh, you know, it had the outdoor game. 
But now it's after the trade deadline, and these are the teams. These they got the players they're going to go to war with here in the postseason. So tonight's a game that's kind of about sending messages. You know, we're going to see you in two weeks. You know, it's, it's one of those things. So no, tonight should be a really big, fun, exciting hockey game. It should be. It's are, not are the end of the world one there? way or the other. What's that? Yeah, about five thousand, forty-five hundred. Are you going to be one of them? Um, no, I will not because. Talk about a twin bill. I will be at a sixth grade girls lacrosse game at five thirty. There you go. And then racing racing home for the hockey game. I'm a good granddad. So now, since I, I know you are, so now you're saying I'm not allowed to text you the results of the vague. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't. Yeah, you might not want to do that. Oh man! Or or, 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 if you're daring, give it a shot. <laughs> right. A choke on a buffalo wing. Uh, uh, so let's talk about the NFL draft, Mister Mike. I'm ready, Michael. Have at it. The NFL draft, Julio, Julio. We're, we're, we're coming, I think, Julio Jones, they're asking a little – it's not that they're asking a lot, Brian, for right now they're asking for a number three next year and a number five, but the cap space is it's going to be a little tricky. But if we can make it happen and get Julio up here, who's Anquan Bolden 2.0 for the Ravens, I, I do believe we have a shot. I mean, he has been getting hurt, but we got Sammy Watkins, who I – if he's healthy, can yeah. be that guy. Okay, but the guy don't, can't stay on the field. Yeah, well, you know he played yeah, on the Bills. Yeah, don't count can't on that. Can't stay on the field for more than three weeks. You yeah, know, don't count and, on that. And you know what? You don't need Julio Jones. Go. Ahead. I'll tell you. I did my mock draft. I got them taking Terrence Marshall, the wide receiver. No, I think, I think the rate another rookie wide receiver. No, well, why not? Doesn't work for us. We just don't develop wide receivers. I've, I've look, we're well. Wait, a wait, times, no, no, wait a minute. So, 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 pick the right guy. Terrence Marshall's another short. No, he's tall, fast. Marquise Brown. Uh, he's not a big possession receiver. I'm just not a huge fan of him. I guess uh, we just never develop legit. wide. we're good at. Drafting tight no, end. Terrence Marshall's six two. He, he's a tall wideout. You're gonna like him. You're gonna love him. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Uh, I believe it. It's it's exciting. I actually. Have hey, a draft Julio party. Jones. Julio what? Jones. It, it, he's still got the skills. But but he he's AJ Green. If you look cross-eyed at him, he's hurt. Yeah. He's a, just big physical. I think he's a little bit different breed than AJ Green. But yes, he, no, he's he way does, he's he, way better than AJ Green. But but, I mean, but, but, but the two I'm of them, he plays through injuries better than AJ Green. AJ Green, I feel like when he when they put him on the shelf, he's done for the season. Julio, which is not good, but he, he you know he takes a couple weeks off, then he plays hurt, and it's not always the best for him. But you never know. A well, I'll tell system. you, the guy I hope you don't get, and I'm rooting against you on this one. Because in a mock draft, I thought the Ravens would take this Terrence Marshall. The guy that's going to light this draft up in, in three years, and I'll call my shot right now, is this Rashad Bateman kid, the wide receiver from Minnesota. You want to get your meat hooks on this kid, let me tell you something. Uh, we'll see. I don't know too much about him, but, you know. Go, go watch his YouTube highlights, oh, Michael. You'll be drooling. I will. You'll be you'll be drooling for the Ravens to take him, and you'll forget about Julio Jones. Well, just you know, just to recap, 
you know, not to switch gears. By, by the way, finally, real, real quick, watching. while we were doing this, did you see yep. that uh, Carolina traded Treddy, Teddy Bridgewater to Denver? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I knew they were going to do that when they made the ploy for getting another quarterback just a month ago. So I knew at some point Teddy Bridgewater would be done there. I don't know if they were going to keep him as a number two, but, you know. It's it's the NFL is the most unique off season because it's unlike any other sport where the off season matters so much with so many moving parts or so many players the draft day with trades and it's it's one of those things why you know we don't have draft parties for NBA but for for NFL I'm going over I have my buddies for a draft party you know he said anybody who's vaccinated is allowed to come over so I'm on that list. And, um, you know, it's exciting, just like last I'll week. I'll tell you with- what, Denver Denver made a mistake, if you ask me. I mean, if they could have talked Carolina into this, why did they make that move now? I mean, they could have agreed to no the trade. Well, you agree to the trade in principle, and you announced the trade after the eighth and ninth pick where Carolina and uh, Denver are slotted. If you don't announce this deal right now, I mean, Carolina never should have done this because they could have made a trade. Somebody would have traded up to get ahead of Denver if they thought Denver was taking a quarterback, and Carolina could have hit a home run with someone trading up above them when they already knew that they were getting Bridgewater. It was dumb. They should have waited. You know, I'm not really sure if they're just dumb with Drew Locke. Uh, I just didn't see Teddy Bridgewater. I, I didn't see anything from him last year that would showcase him as a starting quarterback. And and for that system specifically, I don't think he fits the mold. Maybe they're just going to use him as a backup completely. Uh, I'm not quite sure what they're doing in Denver. It's it's weird. They have a lot of pieces offensively around the quarterback that are really good. They have a lot of young receivers that are good, good running backs. You know, defense is okay. I mean, they have potential. But I just I don't see the value of that move whatsoever. David, uh, let me just real quick since we're talking about Denver and Colorado and all. This, do you have a little more respect for the athletes that play these games in Denver in Colorado now that you've been living there with the air quality, or do you think it's not that big of a deal for professional athletes when they're traveling to mile high situations? No, you can definitely feel it, and then uh, especially in Blackhawk, you, you constantly kind of have to take a deep breath so you can feel it so yeah absolutely so do you think there's like a so definitely there's more of like a handicapping uh like do you think that the just the teams in colorado whether it be the rockies or i mean obviously hockey's different but it's still i don't know about that especially baseball not really but basketball i mean maybe it's worth a half a point and they've traditionally had a, a stronger home court and whether it was that or just the home court in general, I'm not sure. Same with the Broncos. So, yeah, it definitely matters a little bit. That's my opinion. I mean, but could not, you make a case that the athletes are in better condition that are playing on those teams than when, than when they go to lowlands? Because yeah. it's, yeah. easy, it's easier for them when they go, you know, down to San Diego and it's flat like a pancake? Exactly. But, but exactly what that's worth on the point spread, I'm not sure it's worth a whole lot. But, yeah, for sure. And this is proven. Got They've it. proven this. Is why our Olympic teams train here, Colorado Springs. So, um, right, yeah. 
Mike, are you betting on the, on the uh, there's all kinds of offerings and stuff on the NFL draft. Are you betting on any stuff? Well, real quick before Mike answers that, tomorrow is the 29th of April. And tomorrow, sports wagering is officially legal in the state of Maryland. Oh, boy. So now, no, no, more road, Mike, no more road trips to Mike, Charleston. Michael, Michael will, what do you mean? I got a baseball. I can just sit here and bet baseball for the rest of my life. There you go. Now I can download the app. And I already have everyone in the office trying. We're all trying to sell each other our own systems. So uh, Mike's, Mike's ready to roll. I think he's got the golf system. Mike, did we download the app yet for tomorrow? Or are we going to wait till tomorrow? I'm literally waiting up to 1201 a.m. We'll we'll stay up. I we'll usually in bed by then, but I'm going to wake up. Not wake up. I'm going to stay up. <laughs> I'm going to download the app at 1201. I'll be ready to roll. I'll be texting Dave all throughout the night, giving me locks because we don't want any other bets. We don't want any other plays we just want locks because that's what all these clients keep telling me they just want locks i'm not really sure what a lock is i keep i, I keep i know when i walk into my house i use a lock to open it but i i don't really know what a lock is dave do you have you figured it out yet in all your years of betting a lock there is no lock nothing's yeah. guaranteed nothing's free money hey, and anytime uh, i hear that word I can. if i won't use the v word that that word should be no, banned value value Say it. Say no, it out loud. Well, no, but no, but the lock, right, lock right, right. in this business, lock is a four-letter word. Yeah, I'm, I mean, here's the thing: wagering is going to be legal. I have a lock on my gym locker. That's about it. Listen, wa- wagering is going to be legal tomorrow, and there's a one o'clock game where the Yankees take on the Orioles. So we got to come out of the gate rolling with the Orioles, no matter what the line. No, I'm just joking. For all what, you what listeners app, out there, what, what app do they have over there? What are they going to have? I, do you know that? I, I, I'll, oh, I'll let you know for sure tomorrow. But I know well, that why don't a you big take why don't you party. take your why don't you take your son to the Yankees game tomorrow and test the app out? I have to go. I guess we'll figure that out tomorrow. All right. Well, what are the people in West Virginia going to do? I mean, you were on a first name basis they're, sir, with them. They're not. They're not getting my gas. <laughs> they're not getting. His, they're not getting his business anymore. No more. <laughs> Done. I, I can just picture a guy standing on the side of the road. Goes. Oh, there goes John again. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Forty-five minutes to Delaware. Forty-two minutes to West Virginia. Look at you. I got it. I got it. Time driving into and driving downwind. All right. Unbelievable. Hey, enjoy the golf this week, Mike. Uh, hit him straight, kid. Break 90 next week. Uh, David, John, we'll do it again next week. Hope you guys have a wonderful week, and we thank you all for joining us, and we invite you to check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. It's the Vegas Board, Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400, KSHP North Las Vegas, and KSHP.com. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Federal prosecutors have carried out a search warrant for former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani's Upper East Side apartment. Authorities conducting the search in relation to an alleged investigation involving Giuliani's potential unregistered lobbying for foreign governments. Former Department of Justice official Ian Pryor telling Fox News this went down very similar to a previous high-profile case. So this is very similar to what happened with the, the Paul Manafort raid. 
you know, there's there's a very strict regulations at the Department of Justice that you don't talk about investigations. But look, if you want to get news out there, um, conducting a raid is one way to do it. Giuliani's lawyer saying, quote, what they did today was legal.